0: From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm going to leave that. I'm a little tongue twisted. It's one of those days today. Um, before we jump into the podcast today, I want to make sure I give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Doctor Dish. They what I love about them. Is not only how easy it is to set up, not only how great their customer service is, but what I like is how innovative they are. They are always changing their machine, always making it better, always looking to pivot. It's why they're one of our sponsors because we believe in them so much. So go over and check them out. Mentioned, uh, Mention Coach Unplugged. Mentioned High School Hoops. Mention TeachHoops.com. Mention Coach Collins. Mention anybody, and they'll give you $400 off um, related to us. Uh, that's, you'll, not find a better discount out there. And then also go over and check out teach for coaches who want to get better. If you're looking for a coach to help you coach, <laughs> if you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for my bat phone, if you're looking to get help in every aspect of the game, if you're looking for clinics, if you're looking for videos, if you are looking for motivation, if you're looking for handouts, if you're looking for practice ideas, anything, we have it all in there with a 14 day free trial, go over and check it out. Um, only 14 day free trial out there. It will you will not be disappointed. Um, we believe in our product so much, and um, I think you'll love it. So go over and check it out. It's help, what uh, what helps us keep the lights on here and everything moving forward. So have a great day, and let's head off to the podcast. But what I'm going to have you do, Matt, is kind of uh, kind of give your basketball journey, kind of explain to the listeners kind of how you got to the point, and then I'll jump in and explain how we ended up talking, what I saw online, and then. We'll see where we go from there. So I'm going to turn it over to you.
1: Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I guess my basketball journey is probably relatively similar to, to everybody's else. I uh, grew up just playing and loving the game. Um, I was a military kid, so I kind of moved all around. So basketball was always kind of that solid thing. Played AAU and Virginia, California. Colorado is kind of where I obviously, obviously When your, par- your parents
0: were in the military or your dad or mom?
1: Yeah, Dad was in the Air Force, so um, okay. with that comes a lot of cool opportunities and, and also some challenges with that. That for sure. So um, with the moving and things, but you know, I got to see so much of of the U.S. and meet so many different people from different places. So I was always kind of always looked at as a as a positive for sure.
0: So how how did that affect? Before we dive any farther, how did that affect your? Did you notice differences in basketball?
1: Significant. Um, Especially when I was younger. I mean, you know, I, I played um, AU basketball in, in northern Virginia and northern, you know, that whole area, Maryland, D.C. is just different. I mean, the the kids are, that are coming out of that area, you know, I was in, gosh, what would have been my last year? I think there was six or something, sixth grade or so. And kids looked like they were driving to the facilities. Oh, it's like Chicago. Um,
0: Trust me. I'm like two yeah. hours from Chicago, man. They, It's a the whole different world than Milwaukee and Chicago. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and so, you know, just get back to, to Colorado, um, you know, for later middle school and high school and, and continue to play uh, competitive basketball. And um, it was different, but but still fun for sure. Um, But I wasn't heavily recruited out of high school. I I thought I should have been. But of course, everybody thinks
0: they (laughs) they should have
1: been. So I went to CSU uh, up in Fort Collins, um, mostly because I I really liked the school and thought it would potentially be a walk-on spot for me. Um, Didn't end up happening, but what what did happen is immediately got into coaching. Uh, My high school coach connected me with um, the, co- the head boys coach, Monty Alcarez, at Fort Collins High School, where I've been ever since. So um, I actually started on the boys' side, was the JV boys coach and, and varsity assistant. Um, at a really young age, I was barely older, older than the kids I was coaching.
0: Um, <laughs> I <I'm, I'm, laughs> remember those days.
1: Yeah, Yeah, hung around long enough that eventually they hired me as a teacher there. So I did all kind of my teaching certification, so it worked out really well for me. Um, and then just bothered them enough. Like I said, they hired me as a teacher and then also hired me to take over the, the women's program, which I've been doing for, uh, just finished my fourth season uh, okay. on the women's side there.
0: And what, um, tell me, tell me good things and bad things about your first four years. Like good things. Str- and bad. Not, things. Not, 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 let me reword that. I don't yeah. like the way I word that struggles and, and, and achievements in that in when you did that. Sure. Sure.
1: Um let's see struggles, I think you know struggles for me was um trying to figure out balance um and not necessarily like home life balance um well, maybe my wife would argue that I need to, <laughs> still need to figure that out, but um balancing kind of you know that that there's serious times and there's fun times in, in basketball and trying to kind of walk that 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 line um for our team and you know, what we really actually is valuable um, versus not. And I think, you know, as I've been able to run my own own thing, we've kind of figured out um, and we're, we're in a pretty good place. And um, the positive is just, you know, all the good kids I've had the, the pleasure to work with. Um, I was able to grow the program when I took over. We had two teams. Um, now we have four. So we, we've kind of um, we've got a lot of kids involved. We've built a feeder system um, that that's getting younger kids involved. Um, and so it's just, just been so, so fortunate and so lucky to to have such amazing kids and amazing assistant coaches around me that have kind of helped, helped build, build everything up.
0: And so explain, explain the area in which you coach, how big is the school? Um, how far do you have to travel to play? You're not, you trust me, you're not going to beat the coaches I talked to in Alaska for travel. Trust me.
1: Yeah, no, we, oh we, God. uh, yeah, we, we benefit pretty good. Um, our league's a little spread out um, compared to uh, other places, but uh, Fort Collins High School has about 1,800 kids. Okay. Um, we play in the largest division in Colorado, but Colorado's a little crazy in that we've got five sort of divisions or, or whatever you want to call them, classifications. Okay. We're 1,800. We're kind of on the lower end, and then there's a school like uh, Cherry Creek uh, has over three thousand, and so there's like a huge
0: wow. That's a big
1: difference. difference. yeah. They actually just sent me an email today to vote on whether I wanted a sixth classification. Uh, so they're at least looking into kind of uh, balancing that out a little bit. Um, but um, so our league, we're we're kind of in the middle of the pack as far as numbers in our league. There's four big high schools in, in Fort Collins. They're all about our size um and then most of our league is kind of northern denver boulder area uh, okay. is where we have to go to to play the rest of our games so our typical travel in league is usually about uh, at the longest 45 minutes um but usually we'll go down to denver early in our season try to get beat up a little bit and and play some of those bigger um schools that are usually a little bit tougher than us so um, gives us a real opportunity, and then we also get to sneak up to Cheyenne. Cheyenne's actually only like thirty, thirty-five minutes away from us. Okay. Sometimes we'll we'll sneak up there and, and uh, play up there too. Do you have is, rules
0: about crossing state lines or anything?
1: Uh, it impacts our RPI a little bit. Um, we're we're an RPI state now, which has uh, been interesting. Uh, I think it's now the that's probably the fourth
0: year we're going to be in RPI. Do you like that um, so i like the idea okay because um, we're moving it, toward that i i hate i hate the seed meetings i hate them i hate them yeah it's so political it's like i don't i i don't want to play you so it's like it's like people don't like i would rather have a computer i'd rather be mad at the computer than another person to be honest with you
1: Yeah, I mean, it lets you know where you're at. It's a little bit challenging in scheduling because now you got to get, you know, you need a mathematician on your staff just to figure out. And so you, like, end up with, uh, you know, teams that play in a weaker league that just beat up, you know, and they go crazy in their their weak league and get overseeded. And then you've got teams, you know, there's a couple leagues in Denver that they're all good and so (laughs) it doesn't get reflected quite as well and our league in in years past has been super super competitive and so we kind of ended up in that weird gray area where we weren't quite getting seated properly but uh, they're they're still working on our formula so you know I think I don't think it's a
0: perfect it's not like the college sports I think there's I think it's so much harder for high schools um you know, we've gone to Florida a couple times. We won a couple national tournaments. I know that would have hurt us. And I'm telling you, we're playing teams that, like, are legit. Like, in in, I don't know if there's a perfect way to do that. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I, I don't know how long around I'll be around to see it. But, um, so explain how your how your off season works with your girls and stuff. And and did the COVID affect it?
1: Oh, man. Well, yeah, (laughs) huge, huge impact. Um, Of course, uh, you know, typically we probably go usually nine or 10 months as a team of various levels. Uh, The traditional season is November to, if you're good enough, March. uh, Early March is when our season is. Um, I'll leave them alone at the end of March and usually April. Of course, I've got those onesie-twosie kids that want to get in. I
0: know. I I tell them I don't want to see them. I I say post-spring break is what I do, um, Mm -hmm. which tends to be end of March, early April for us. I said, you need a break. I need a break. Your body needs a break. It's okay. You know, you know. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah. 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 And we have a lot of multi-sport kids. I know different states do it different ways, but we have girls soccer in the spring. And so we've got a lot of kids that, uh, go and play soccer which is awesome and um, I, I I actually really like soccer so I go to soccer practice. I like so soccer. I
0: like I'm telling you I coach Wesley Matthews who plays for the Bucks and he was like an uh-huh. all-state soccer player. I'm telling you soccer players see the floor really well. You know yeah what I mean?
1: and it's about we're space. fortunate that our point guard is a soccer kid really? actually our the last several point guards we've had have actually all been soccer kids you know I think about it so Um, so, so we usually about May, maybe late April, uh, we start getting into, um, kind of one two, maybe two workouts a a week. Um, just getting them back so that, um, by June we can hit all our team camps, usually three to five team camps in June. Um, and then July I'll typically leave them alone and we'll only do individual and small groups by request
0: and um hey everybody happy happy valentine's day yes it is valentine's day um this week we're going we got a special sponsor Um, this podcast is sponsored by better help and and i can't imagine a better day to kind of jump in and talk about um you know mental health and social emotional things that are maybe standing in your way of achieving your goals and preventing you from from being the person you want to be or the happiness you want to be i know valentine's day can be a sad day for some people um but better help will match you with a licensed professional um that can and that they'll do it within 48 hours and and being married to a school psychologist and being married to someone that deals with this on a day, regular basis i can't imagine a, a a better sponsor not only for basketball coaches but for everyone um you, when you go through and fill out the form, they're going to they're going to ask you some some questions and they're going to match you with the right person. Um, and and if it's not the right person, you can change. But the best part is um, they will you, you will talk about which way you want to kind of communicate. Do you want to communicate via text? Do you want to communicate for a video call? Do you want to do it via a phone call? Um, so what I love is that we just, we just don't live in the world where you're going to jump in your car and, and go talk to somebody about something that's going on in your life. I think the world has changed and I think better help better H E L P.com is the place to go. And what I love is they've offered a special, a special offer to coach Unplug listeners. Um, you know, 10% off that first month. If you just go over to better D E T T E R help dot com backslash hoops h-o-o-p-s we all like basketball and we all like hoops go over and check it out they'll give you 10 percent off and i can tell you right now they are with over two million people they're recruiting they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states um so there's probably that right person for you that kind of help you through that time so go over and check it out again betterhelp.com backslash hoops all right, have a great Valentine's Day, everybody.
1: Because a lot of them, well, not a lot of them, but a handful of my kids play AU.
0: Right, so, I try to leave July know. alone too. It's like, and then for us, football's starting then after that. So it's like, uh, yeah. June tends to be my month. Um, yeah. Yeah, like we'll do stuff together in June and then July. I, like I do it exactly the way you do. It's like, well, I've open gyms. We'll do all that stuff in July for the guys, people that are around. But um, that, that and I've pivoted a little bit with that in the sense that I want go to the cabin with your family. that's good, it's okay to go do yeah. that, you know we just gotta and my big thing is just make sure you communicate like I want to know that you're not gonna be here I, that's fine you're but that's what irritates me is when they don't communicate yeah uh, right for yeah. sure for <laughs> sure, so yeah, so
1: July and then usually August um we'll leave them alone so um so I guess that's kind of kind of nine months, and then again, like it, like I said the the, the onesie twosies that just kind of hang around the gym and are always trying to get in. They, we, we have the benefit of having a shooting machines. So, you know, a lot of them don't even really want to talk to me. They just want to get in and spend an hour on the machine and, and move on, which is awesome, which uh, is always a good day. So, but obviously um, all that kind of got messed up with with coronavirus. So um, I created a little website uh, with a bunch of drills and kids could like track their points and had bitmojis and um that turned out pretty cool uh yeah for the most part um and so we just assigned like you know i made a list of these are ball handling drills these are um the shooting drills that you can do at a park and i went and recorded myself doing them all and um I can send you the link. I I shut it down, but I can I can read.
0: Yeah, I'd love it. to look at it. I'd love to look at it. It was
1: fun for the girls. They kind of competed um each drill like I said was assigned a different points and then each night they would just kind of record what they did and kind of battle along these leaderboards. Once they hit certain thresholds, I'd deliver them lunch and um you know, they love that. Anytime they can take my money. is a good day for them.
0: <laughs> I I love I, I I mean I did stuff with my guys too. The the, the hard part is to get them interacting. Um and I love the idea of the recording part because I did that too. Um, because otherwise, if you send it to them, it gets lost in this vast like suction of the internet, like and it just disappears yeah. in their minds. Um, so that's what I'm thinking about. I'm I'm thinking about doing some stuff with my guys. Come, you know, if we have the season, if we don't have the season, how can I meet with them? Um, yeah. So I've been working yeah. on a couple things like that too. Um,
1: And one thing we did that I think really kind of helped with that is uh, we broke them up into many teams Um, and like every two weeks we kind of switch them up. So their team, we collected their team points too. Okay. So I think that was really helpful for our incomers because they immediately like got pulled into the groups because the older kids were texting them like, Hey, you got to go get some points here where we're losing in our little team. Right. And then like I would get them like a, you know, like a Starbucks gift card or something. For, it doesn't matter for yet. And, and, yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> I that, that I think was, was kind of a cool way to keep that kind of team aspect together.
0: It's that small group thing. That's a great idea. I'm going to think about that when I do some of my stuff this fall. Um, so let's talk about the practice planner that the, the reason I saw you on Twitter and, in the, and here's the thing with Twitter. I like Twitter. It's fine. The, the chances of me seeing you putting something, uh, I mean, Twitter is like this feed. That's what, that's, what's weird about Twitter. In my opinion, it's like, it's this feed that if, if I hadn't been on at that specific point, never would have seen it like it just sure. on down the feed, whatever. But it was, it was one of those things that I, it's like, Whoa, that looks really cool. Let me look at that. Um, so why don't you explain what you did and then we can talk about it in greater detail.
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, as probably most people have been doing, just soaking up so many webinars and, and Zoom calls. Um, almost
0: too many, almost too many. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, all my notes that I have is just, just crazy. It's going to, I'll have to go back and sort through them. But um, one of the webinars I, I was sitting in on and caught a little piece was uh, Coach Kamaki over at uh, Sierra Canyon um on the, on the women's side she's awesome does does incredible work
0: i'm gonna have her on um, she's on my she's on literally on my thing i'm gonna i know a coach i got their contact stuff i'm gonna try to have her on she's unbelievable yeah, yeah.
1: good people so um what i saw from that kind of just caught it um as she's kind of going through stuff is she just had um an excel spreadsheet with all her drills uh hers was awesome which is i i'm gonna try to figure out a way we kind of got a new camera system in our gym, so. Did you get the Actually automatic records, you know, the
0: automatic ones?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we tested, we got it last year, but we're, I didn't really trust it, so. Um, we're, <laughs> oh we're my God, to-
0: you're just like me. We taped every <laughs> game. I didn't trust it. I didn't yep. trust it. And I taped practices and it's like, oh, what happens if it, go- I I can't go and not have my tape. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. So I tried to take practices. It didn't quite work for me. Um, so I didn't get the, so, but nonetheless, she has a list uh, of all her drills and like a video with it, which is going to be awesome for assistant coaches and, and things like that. But um, she would go in and she would write her practice plans and she must've kept them, but she hand wrote every single practice plan. And then by the end of the year, she would tally it based on months of what drills she did um, and so on and so forth, and. And I thought that was kind of a cool idea. I have kind of exit meetings with my players every single year. And the feedback I get every year is we do the same drills too often. And so I was kind of thinking about that. And I was like, man, you know, it'd be kind of a cool, cool way to kind of track that and figure out a way to do it. And so then it sort of evolved into kind of creating this bank of drills. Then could I categorize them kind of, in a way that worked for my brain and and kind of see what skills I was working on. And then it evolved again into, well, I think I could just make a practice plan template and kind of have it all build automatically. And that's kind of where we ended up uh, with that practice plan um, piece that you shared or that I, that I shared and you saw um, is kind of, it's just a way where coaches can, can put in their drills, put in however they want to code it. Actually was just sitting on a guy from on Zoom with a guy from Spain. He's translating it, which is going to be sweet.
0: Oh, that's um, awesome.
1: And so hopefully once he's done, I can kind of send that out for, for all our Spanish coaches. It, it blew up internationally too, which is crazy. Um, the, the amount of people from from outside of the US has just been incredible.
0: It's awesome. Um, it's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna if you let me, I'm gonna put it on my website. And then I think you put something on the bottom that people can <laughs> donate donate to you or your program or something too, I think, right?
1: Yeah, I I, I put it in an email. Um I, yeah, it an email. I ended okay. up tossing my uh well, it's in there too, tossing my Venmo in there just in case anybody wanted. But more importantly, uh one of my good friends growing up that um, I actually played AU basketball with. Uh, runs a charity down in Colorado Springs um, actually where we kind of played growing up and he provides like um, basically uses basketball as a way to keep these kids engaged and um, so he just did a huge back to school drive he packs backpacks with um, uh, usually you know lower income families he provides free leagues so um, he's doing much better work than me so uh if you can toss if, if you like it and toss him a donation that's that's significantly better than tossing me uh anything so
0: <laughs> well i'll have you i'll have you get both of them and then i'll put them on i think that's great i i love giving back when people use stuff like that um yeah i, I think the way you did it too it it made sense and i love that the, the you had the chart there where you could kind of see the percentages of it's the math teacher in me that love that yeah um that that keeping track of it is such a difficult process. I think keeping track, um, you know, I use, I use, I use an electronic one and then I use a paper one. Actually, I make two practice plans if you can believe that. Um, Mm -hmm. because I, it's a working document for me until literally I walk on the floor. Um, and then the, the electronic one or like the spreadsheet that you're talking about would be my like history of it. Um, but my guess is if I went back in the season, and looked at the one I actually started with in the morning and the one I actually had it by the, it probably changed 10, 15% during the day. Um, yeah. Cause it's one of those live do- and I'm changing it during practice and we got to do this. Um, so that's just the way my brain works. It's kind of depends on, so how long did that take you to do it? It had to take you a while or you must be an Excel spreadsheet guru.
1: Um, to be honest, I'm horrible at Excel. Okay. Um, <laughs> A lot of people just ended up with similar problems. (laughs) Okay. And so a lot of Googling and a lot of time, um, actually ended up having to pay somebody a little bit of money. I couldn't get it to auto update. And so I was able to like kind of finagle it to a point. What do you mean by
0: auto update?
1: So as you, every kind of drill you add the chart automatically collects the data and reports it. And so like, every practice plan you duplicate um, it's automatically collecting that data and and reporting it there on that, on that data report. Okay. Um, And so I couldn't get it to just do it on its own and took me forever. Eventually I finally just paid somebody. They fixed it in about 20 minutes, of course. Okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was probably, you know, the, the drills list is really what took time of, you know, going through practice plans and especially, I mean, everything's just in my head. You know, I get
0: it. I get it. I feel
1: so bad for my assistant coaches because they're like, well, how do you do this drill? And I was like, well, it's
0: so you think you're going to do or you think you're going to go through and eventually tape them for yourself and your assistants? Or you think you'll do that?
1: That would be the ultimate goal. uh, I think that, that,
0: you know, it makes it
1: one easier for me. I mean, because sometimes I don't do a drill for a couple of years and I was like, I think it was this way.
0: I know I I'm thinking even for out of bounds plays and things that I've done, it's like, God, what was that one I ran five years ago? And then I'm trying to dig back and find it and it's on fast draw. And did we do it that way? And if I had some more clips of that, I think it would make it a little bit easier to implement. Um, Sure. Yeah. Yeah, And then,
1: you know, there, there's continued opportunities to share, you know, you know, you've looked at it, you've seen my notes, they make no sense to anybody else. Right. Um, But if there was video to it, you know, coaches could could pick it up relatively quick. And, you know, again, the intention was never necessarily that that coaches would use my drills, but they'd kind of put it with theirs. But that's a whole nother um, resource that that I think could be.
0: So uh, so if someone takes this and downloads it, they could they can go in and just get let's say you're doing a two on two drill. They can erase that, put their own drill in there, and then it will update. How, how would that work? Hey, everybody, if you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a review, jump up and down, run around your house, whatever you need to do. Also, go over and check out ttroops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. laundry? Ooh, a book club.